What is up, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Now, coming to you from Sacramento, California. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and I, I am joined by Brian Avalasino. What is up, man? Nothing. Just ready to do round two. Yes, round two. Unfortunately, we had a previously recorded <laughs> episode, and due to no one's fault, it's technology's fault, um, it, it's the file got messed up somehow. I don't know about it. Ask Jake. We also got Jake Berlin in the back there. Handling the controls. Yeah, it just, what exactly did happen, Jake? I don't so even know. We, I mean, we recorded our first episode three weeks ago, and it was great. We crushed it. Yes. First one in the bank, right? It's been working well. Disturbing in a good way, remember? And I'm not blaming them whatsoever, but the computer updated, and yeah. everything kind of got switched around, and uh, it has nothing, it's, not, it's not because oh, of your computer. The computer the updated by itself. Like, yeah, they The system just came out, and um, it screwed with what we were using, and... Uh, we had to re-download everything, and unfortunately, the settings we had weren't there. Yes. And the format wasn't correct, and it just didn't fit for editing purposes, for YouTube purposes, for audio purposes. And so now we're officially back in the bank. But yes, we are recording a second episode. Woo-hoo. Awesome. So we're <laughs> going to talk about all these things for a second time. But hey, maybe we changed our mind overnight. Who knows? Um, but yeah. in honor <laughs> of Keith, who was on the first episode, and I'm so sorry, Keith, man, you had some great thoughts and some great discussions. Um, but in honor of you, we'll open the episode with what is your favorite candy? Candy talk. It is October. It's, you know, for some reason, even when it's not Halloween, everybody's just eating candy all October. Oh, like, oh. I have candy all at my house. Where's the bowl of Skittles, Brian? Oh, I should have done that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so Keith brought this up last time, but he said, what is our favorite candy? And I'll just say, mine is Sour Patch Kids or just sour candy in general. I... But if I have to choose one, it's Sour Patch Kids. I like I Sour did, Candy. I did have some Me Sour too. Punch Straws last night, uh, which oh I love Sour Punch Straws, but a lot of the gas stations are, when you get them from there, they're stale. Yeah. I've never had that happen before. Yeah. Do you get them at the gas station or the movie theater? Gas station. Gas station? Yeah. Yeah. So I, you have to go to like um, the grocery store and mm-hmm. get it, because they're always constantly restocking, totally. so totally. Sour Punch Straws. But yes, uh, definitely sour patch kids yeah i like sour candies um i'm definitely more of a fruity candy kind of guy i don't really like like the deep dive in like peanut butter or chocolate or anything um i mean i'll have them like i enjoy like a snickers or a milky way or something but uh it's all it's all about skittles for me skittles are for sure like the (laughs) go-to bowl of skittles yeah it's it's 100 (laughs) percent. like i don't know what it is about them but uh yeah they're definitely the best thing on the planet as far as candy goes for me i like skittles they're like they're not a sour candy they're they're a I don't know how to explain it. Or if you put a bunch of them out that one time. They're a rainbow in a bag. They're just like a tart flavored candy? I don't even know what they are. But I I do like Skittles. Sour Skittles too. Sour Skittles? You're right. (laughs) Mixing sour with Skittles. They have sours? Yeah. What? Are you serious? You've never had sour Skittles? Oh, wait. Yeah, they're the ones with the like sour. I actually love the sour Skittles. Yeah, they're good. Those ones are good. Those are actually good. I'm a Twix or a Kit Kat. Nice. I like me some Twix. I love me some Twix, especially when they're fridge, they're frozen, cold. Yeah. not frozen, fridge cold. Yeah, because um, frozen, it's hard to bite into. Yeah, and Same then caramel is hard. Pieces, I yeah. want the caramel to be like cold, sticky, and it just yeah. gets all over oh. your teeth. Oh, <laughs> so good. Um, if we're talking chocolates, definitely Reese's peanut butter cup for me. Ah, and no. I do put them in the freezer sometimes, but they're really hard. But fridge cold is really good. Fridge Chocolate, cold's the fridge best. Cold yeah, hundred percent. Fridge frozen Thin Mints from. Girl Scout cookies. Those are good, too. We're not even talking about the, co- the coconut cookies. What are they? Uh, caramel Delights are the best ones. The Caramel Delights, that's yep. what they are. Those yeah. are the best oh ones. My God. Well, welcome to Apocalypse Candy Talk. Yeah, hey, seriously. <laughs> or Food Talk. We'll do a different uh, 
subject every week. All right. <laughs> well, let's move on to what we're here to talk about, which is movies. And usually we open up the show with what we've been watching lately because there's new releases coming out, current TV shows going on. Um, Jake, I'll go to you first, man. Um, what do, what did we watch this weekend? Zombieland but 2. not together. Zombieland 2, yeah. Double Tap. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they, I've been looking for this movie for a long, yeah. long time. Ten years, in fact, because the first one came out ten years ago. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I, yeah, I, I jumped at the chance to see it. I saw it at a uh, 8 o'clock showing at RPX for Regal. Um, my first ever time in, in an RPX theater, which is really cool. Big sound, nice, um, comfortable chairs. Not it's relaxed. Like that chairs. their version of XD. Yeah, but they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not uh, foldable chairs. Or whatever. Um, oh, recliner chairs. Yeah, recliner chairs. they're just regular old yeah. theater chairs. Uh, well, they're 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 comfortable leather, but they're not oh, like the padded okay. the padded mm-hmm. theaters. Um, but great sound, big screen. I really enjoyed the show. The movie is, for me, I know that we have different opinions on it. Yes. Um, but the movie is so much fun and enjoyable. It's bonkers. It's wild. Woody Harrelson kills it. Um, I cried laughing at one point in the movie. Uh, I think it's a great follow-up to the first one. Um, I think I said it on our first episode, but this is... I think it solidified itself as my favorite zombie franchise. I know that's not saying much. Yeah. It's not, but there's so, there's great zombie right, movies. Technically, this but... wasn't a zombie franchise until the second one. Exactly. Because it was only one movie. Exactly. But what would be the runner-up? <laughs> I'd have to look that up. There's yeah. a lot of great zombie movies, but franchises is a whole different yeah. story. I guess 28 Days is the one that you can think of. There's 28 one, Days one and 28 those, Days right? Later. Yeah. Uh, those are considered great oh, ones. Really one. um, but I, I just think the the tone and like the way they approach it, it has a very much like 80s feel to it. Like, And they For do sure, it with the Stranger yeah. Things. They do the Stranger Things thing where they do like the nostalgia factor with a bunch of different things that happen in the movie. Um, you know, with whether it's like this movie was Elvis. Uh, the first movie was mm-hmm. Bill Murray, right? Like, all the kind of things that happened. And so, um, I, I really, I, I could not praise this movie. Definitely. Yeah, I didn't love it, but I liked it. it I, I wasn't over the moon about it. I, it was very funny. There was several parts that made me laugh. I love the Elvis sequence. Just yes. that whole time they're at the Elvis Hotel. I think it's an Elvis Hotel. So hilarious with the shoes. I know you know that the scene. Shoes, yeah. Um, shoes and good. then uh, when Thomas Middleditch shows up and uh, Luke, Wilson. Uh, Luke, Wilson Luke Wilson and their doppelgangers, but I loved the Thomas Middleditch comparisons with um, Jesse, Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg and how they were comparing their roles in the commandments. Mm-hmm. I thought that was hilarious. And actually, one of my favorite things about Zombieland is Jesse Eisenberg's rules. Yeah. And how just how they come up on the screen each time that they they're approach being him. Yeah, practiced yeah. and things like that. I love that, and we talked about this yesterday, but, alright, you know I'm a big fan of Zoe Douche. I don't know how to say her last name. I think it's Douche. Zoe that, that, Douche. Like, yeah. I feel bad for her, but I think it is Douche. Something like that, and I'm sure we could, <laughs> it's not that, and we're totally wrong, but um, I'm a big fan of her in a lot of things um, that she's been in, and I'd seen the trailers for this movie a million times. I did not know that was her in the trailers. Wild. At all. Wild. And that's a testament to her yeah. because she's never been like that in any movie that I've seen. She's more of like the complete opposite of that character. She's very much like the cool girl. Like the exactly, relaxed, like chill the more girl. more chill, relaxed person. And she completely yeah. changed herself she was great. She for was that so role. Great. And that showed me that she's a great actress. And I don't care if it's not a drama role, it's a comedic role. But who could who knew she could do comedy yeah, so well? Totally, yeah, she was yeah. great. But for me, sometimes I just felt they were going a little bit too far with the comedy, and maybe it's because I'm not as big of a fan as the first one. But I didn't love it as much as you did. There were definitely a few like, oh, we're throwing a comedy bit at you moments, and like to the screen, course. like a, yeah, not like force, but like a 
oh, here's a comedy bit. Like, yeah. they, like the one thing, you see in the trailers, but the, the bag of weed. Like, that one scene is like, yeah. oh, here's a comedy bit. Like, they do, like, maybe one or two of those. And movies. it's like, I don't think that guy would be like that in a, this world where, like, he wouldn't be so chill. But also, he, where is he hiding that bag of weed? Any moment, yeah. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Right he pulled it on the side of the like door. That. It's like... Yeah. Yeah, it was like in his pocket or something. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I know what you mean. And I know there's probably reasons for it, but I don't like that they they got rid of Little Rock. Like, I don't even know how far into the movie. 30 minutes into the movie, they found a way to take her out of, take her off screen. Probably like... Until it, the end of the film. Yeah. And we talked about how Abigail Breslin hasn't been on, been acting a lot lately, and that probably has something to do with it. But I kind of wanted the whole gang back together for the whole movie. That's why it's why we you know? came back to this mm-hmm. This film or, the, or this uh this world i guess you can yeah. say is because of those four characters um uh, yeah i mean it's i guess they they approach it as best as they could yeah. like we had said she has she feels like she hasn't been around a lot yeah, um in sure. those moments in the in the scenes you could tell that she she's not up to par with the others yeah, she was pretty stiff but yeah but it's not her fault she i, just hasn't I agree with you that the, the disappearance um was a little odd but i, I like the way they kind of filled the gaps with Middle Ditch and Luke Wilson yeah. or Rosario, Rosario True, Dawson. because we probably wouldn't have got as much of that if she was around. Yeah, exactly. And it did make for some great moments with Woody Harrelson. Like, when he found yeah. out who she's with. Oh, and dude. Yeah. And I... Um, it also I opened way for Zoe Douche. Woody Harrelson is the best part of this movie. Yes. And, look, everyone else is good, but everyone else, like, he's trying the hardest in a good way. Like, he's... <laughs> He's giving the best performance as an actor. His lone yeah. wolf speeches are the best. Yeah. When he's like, I, I'm a lone wolf. I need to go off on my own, do my own thing. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know how I feel like it's so nonchalant. Like, he just leaves and yeah. he's like singing and then he, oh, shoot, I got to go back and help them. Like, it's just so, it's, it is oh, in a it's way. so good. In a way, Zombieland was always a spoof movie of zombie, of yeah, zombie apocalyptic yeah, yeah, zombie yeah. films. So, I guess when I say it feels like a spoof movie, just not a bad thing. I guess. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. Anyway, they're great Brian, success. I know you haven't seen Zombieland yet, but what have you been watching? Uh, for me, I've been watching a lot of streaming shows. So for me, right now, yes. I finished the whole first or third season of Man in the High Castle. Yes, so. which I need to watch based on your recommendation. Yeah, it's wild. It's a wild <laughs> show, and not like anything really you have on tv and amazon pulls out good shows and this is definitely one of their good ones and i mean it's coming to an end this coming season the fourth one so november 15th which is not far away so um but yeah no it's it's a good show you it's, watch it, it. yeah it's awesome I, I really enjoy it it's um it's it's a thinker so it, yeah. you really have to like pay attention to what's mm-hmm. going on and it, it does take a few episodes to kind of like really get into it, um, like each season too. Yeah, and it's very. And we talked about it when we shot this beforehand, but um, it's one of the very few shows that take the approach of we're not telling a story each season; we're telling one overall story. And so they they have forty plus episodes, and they're essentially breaking those forty plus episodes into ten episode seasons. Yeah. And the last episode of the previous season is literally a build up, and you know, right into what happens the first episode of the next season. So that's enjoyable because you, I think you may have mentioned it, but if for someone who hasn't watched it, it might be smart to wait for the fourth season and that's, just binge yeah, all of it. That's what I told him. By the time the next one comes out, if I started now, it exactly. would come out Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. And honestly, like, I took probably, like, a year gap between, like, season two and three, mm-hmm. and I had to sit there and watch, like, the first episodes of season three three and being like 
did I watch season two? And I was like, did I watch se- I finished season one, right? And so it's like, I think it's one a good show to just all at one time. Yeah, I binged, I binged one through three last year, and I wish I would have waited until this yeah. year. Because it would have been cool to kind of have just a small break before the fourth season. Uh, because there's a, there's a lot that happens, and you want to make lot. sure you kind of know everything. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's I mean, the, the world they approach it with, you know, the new Reich on the East Coast in Japan and, you know, Nazi winning, Nazis yeah, winning the war. Yeah, for those people and, who don't know, it's like an alternate reality. Like, exactly. what if Germany won World War yep, II? Exactly. What would the world look We're like the after low, that? We are, we are the yeah. lower society in the world. Japan's taken over the West Coast. Uh, and you Germany guys said the for, some re- for some reason the world is more technologically advanced because of in, that. In aspects, yeah, like they have hyperspeed trains. They yeah, have, uh, yeah, it's it's very, I mean, they're figuring it, out time travel type it's, of stuff. It's weird because like it seems like super old and like they're in old times. But like he said, they have high speed rails. They have jets. That so are, I'm sure there there is this. But is there somebody or some group who's trying to like overthrow the current government. Yeah, the resistance. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Show. It's like, a crossover with Star Wars. They're called the Resistance. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Poe Dameron's supposed to show up in this season. <laughs> are they really nice. called the Resistance? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting. And those are those all American characters, or is there a mix of American characters? For the and most other part, nations? it's all Americans, but it's there's, a mixture of Jews and there's some Japanese oh, that people. Sense. Jew, yeah. the, it's basically the way you can describe it is it's the people that it's have, the allies. Yeah. Well, so it's also all the ally countries just. Not ours. I don't want. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's it's a group of people that have figured out figured out what has gone on with what we're seeing through our eyes. Okay, and it has to do with film tapes and like the man in the high castle, which is why they call him, etc. You find that out very early on, but yeah, it's it's majority Americans, but a mixture of of people. Yeah, you do get like a few few Europeans. I've been wanting to watch it since it came out, so it's wild. It's a wild show. Makes you think. It like he said, it's a big time thinker show. Like, sure. yeah, I need something new to watch. I just I just finished watching Sopranos, which was awesome. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. And then I'm watching Lucifer right now, but I'm almost caught up. So then I'm gonna have to wait for season five to come yeah. out, which will be the last season. But I love Lucifer. Um, all right. So that being said, let's move on to our hot take of the week. Now we did talk about this a little bit, or a lot actually, <laughs> on um, Nerd Nation, our comic book related TV and movie show. Go ahead and check that out. Um, we talked a lot about the Batman and all the news that has been coming out about it lately. Primarily that um, Zoe Kravitz has been cast as Catwoman, um, aka Selena Kyle, and Paul Dano has been cast as the Riddler. And um, we also have rumored castings of Jamie Foxx um, and Giancarlo Esposito. And we also have learned that Michael Giacchino is going to be scoring the film. So, Brian, let me ask you, out of all this news, what is the thing that stands out to you the most that you're most looking forward to? And I probably can guess what it is. Well, I mean, I've never seen Paul Dano in anything. It's been the true. running joke the last week. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. What if it was like, Paul Dano? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, I'm kind of like... <clears throat> thrown into picking zoe kravitz but i mean she's perfect she's absolutely As perfect for catwoman yeah absolutely perfect like she's gonna kill this role and if keith like keith said when he found out he goes no one will ever play catwoman ever again <laughs> he's like yeah keith loved his casting mm-hmm. by the way and so, the paul dano casting yeah so for me definitely her um She's going to freaking kill this role. And she's perfect, I think, alongside Robert Pattinson, too. She's the most unique Catwoman to, 
for the characters so far, she's the most different out of all of them. Like you can, if if Anne Hathaway was given a chance to play Catwoman more in a movie, she probably would have been much more similar to Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, this one's gonna by far be different from those two, but also be very comic related. Uh, and we've talked we talked about Under Nation, but we hope that it stays close to the Batman and Catwoman relationship. Yes. And yeah. that kind of takes a forefront for those characters because Matt Reeves is very, very good at making a blockbuster-style movie that's character-driven. And with these Absolutely. types of actors in it... He did it with ape characters. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, I do think that that'll probably take the forefront. She's She is she is a perfect casting for the role. Um, I love Paul Daniel as Riddler. He fits the role perfectly. Uh, I know Jonah Hill would have been a cool Riddler, but... Paul Dano just looks like a Riddler. I didn't want him as Riddler. Um, and so I'm very happy with that casting. It never would have popped in my head, which is cool. It's a very out-of-the-box casting, and that's what Matt Reeves is good at. Um, and then if, if Giancarlo Esposito and Jamie Foxx happened, all on board for oh, that. That, that, would, that would be amazing. And who knows who they would be exactly. playing. I mean, exactly. We have ideas. We have guesses about Alfred, maybe, yep. from one of them. Yep. Uh, I, obviously, I love both of these castings, um, the confirmed ones. Zoe Kravitz, just look up the already the fan art of her and Robert Pattinson together it like every time they put photos of them together it just looks amazing <laughs> they're like perfect it's their chemistry on screen I don't we don't know but I'm guessing it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be awesome there's gonna they're both kind of like quiet reserved type people it's gonna and that's kind of how Batman is yeah. um so that that's gonna be interesting to see one thing we didn't talk about we're gonna get to see Zoe Kravitz get involved in some action um, yeah. like fighting you are correct. and obviously it's probably going to be stunt doubles but still we're going to be able to see her, her as an actress be involved in a heavy action role which I don't think we've seen thus far um, so last when we recorded this previously I ran through her filmography um, the movie that I forgot to mention is she played Angel in X-Men First Class you are absolutely correct. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't realize that. I at forgot the time. about that. She so did. she has done a little bit of action, yeah. not a whole lot, and a comic book movie. Exactly. Yeah. And then she obviously voiced Catwoman for the Lego Batman movie, which she's connected to the role previously. But as far as action goes, that and probably uh, depending on how much she was in it, the Divergent movie, she's done a little bit of action. Yeah. Um, so I she's. Can't believe I forgot about the X Men yeah, First Class. Yeah, I totally like, spaced on that. Yeah, and Angel was an important character in that movie. Yeah. Because she turned at one point in the movie. I remember when... That's true. And then I remember how they recruit her. her yes. Magneto professor yeah, recruit her, exactly. which is a memorable scene yeah. when she shows her wings and everything. Yeah, that's a good call, man. That's... Yeah. So she has been in a comic book movie and it was a Marvel character. Exactly. So now she's going to see her character. have, like, the claws and just... Oh. Do we... What do you... What do we think her costume's going to look like? We haven't talked about that yet. Do we think it's going to be, like, a bodysuit? Eventually. I... I could see... It depends where she's at as a character. We've talked about this. Is she going to be Catwoman already? Just as soon as the movie begins, she's been doing this for years. Or does she kind of become Catwoman? And what is Catwoman? Catwoman, it's not... Like in, in Batman Returns, right? Or the Catwoman movie, which we should all forget about. It, she gets powers, right? Superpowers. But she doesn't have superpowers traditionally. She's just a very skilled... She's like an athlete. She's, she's a burglar. A, and she's like an acrobat kind yeah. of, in a way. And so I would rather see that. I don't want to see any superpowers from her. Um, like she has cat powers or the Egyptian Do we, gods powers. No. Will her suit look more like Michelle Pfeiffer where she has the hood that comes over with the ears? Or is it going to be more look like Anne Hathaway where it's cut here and then she has something that goes on her I head? think it's going to look like a cat. It's going to So the full on thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. I think eventually. Because a lot of people 
weren't didn't love that they did that in the Christopher Nolan movies. Yeah. Like I thought it was cool because in his world it that, it that fits. yes yes. Well, it depends on the tone we see yeah. too. I think she's gonna have a suit that I hate comparing it to Marvel, but like Scarlett Johansson in uh, Winter Soldier type, where it's like. But I think she'll have a mask on. Though. Oh, she'll have a mask. Yeah. She'll have like a. I think just something that goes over like her eyes, kind of like Arrow. You know how he has like the, like that. But I think I can totally see like almost like a, a normal kind of costume, like like in the poster for Winter Soldier, how she's in that like full body ish kind of suit with a belt. So no ears. No, I'm sure she'll have ears. Some something, but it's not going to be like. I don't think it's going to be like a sexualized, like, no, 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 like not super at all. tight latex. But I suit. just think it'll be more comic book accurate. I do than, too. I do too. Than the Nolan yeah. thing, and it's like if we can have Batman's wearing a bat suit, obviously. If we can have that, we can have her in a exactly, yeah, totally, yeah, in totally. a Catwoman suit. And um, regarding Paul Dano, I, I, I really like this casting, especially the one role, the first role that popped in my head was him in Prisoners. Yeah. Um, because that was a very creepy role. And not that Riddler's creepy, but he just, there's something off about him and I think that that can play well into totally. the Riddler character. And we talked about him. He's a great actor. He was considered for Oscar consideration from that one Love and Mercy. Brought, when he played, Love uh, and Mercy, yeah. Played and the guy from the Beach Boys. He's been in a lot of different things Brian here Mercy. and there. Yeah. And I like this casting because it's low-key, um, like if it was Jonah Hill, it would have been very distracting. Whereas as this hit Paul Dano playing the Riddler, it's going to be more low key and more subtle and more realistic. I think he's going to just be in like, like a darkish green suit with. The, with yeah, yeah, and his costume. He's not wearing the bright green. <laughs> with the question, question marks. marks and... That'd be pretty cool if he was. He may, he may have like maybe it's like a handkerchief that has a question mark. Yeah, and then you mentioned his cane. Yeah, I think it's just going to be like a a nice or maybe a top. The top hat has a question mark on it. You know, like a blazer and when the inside's designed, would yeah, 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 yeah. marks on right the inside. That would be pretty. Yeah. Totally, I think it's totally. just gonna be like a basic green suit. But I can see the like dark green. Just are his like a are his green. colors green and purple? Yeah. So I like the Joker, so. I guess. Essentially. Yeah. yeah, it's a bright green. Yeah, it's it, Joker's much more dark green. Yeah, correct? it's like a yeah, it's like a bright green with. Yeah, like I'm a, I'm excited to see what they do. It's really almost like am. a pink almost. His yeah, I'm pumped to see what it looks like. So and it fits because we didn't. No, officially we were getting Riddler, right? Until this casting was announced. Um, it was never so, official. And we talked about this before, but it totally fits with the mystery detective angle of, of this movie that we're supposedly going to be getting. Um, can't really talk much about Jimmy Fox and Giancarlo Esposito, but if either of them were cast in any role, I would be happy with it. But I'm curious how the Michael Giacchino score is going to turn out. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we talked about it, how his most of his scores, they kind of have an upbeat vibe to them. You know, like Star Trek or... Um, some of the Pixar movies. Exactly. Um, he did do one darker film in Rogue One that kind of had a slower tone, and that wasn't as received as the other Star Wars movies were, but granted, it was the first ever one that John Williams never did, and it probably had a very high standard to live up to, obviously. Um, I'm excited. I really am. I think that he is a great composer. Um, he's one of the top three uh, composers currently working, and it makes sense. Um it seems like those three guys work on everything. Yes. Well, and he, <laughs> he he worked on a War for Planet of the Apes with Matt Reeves, so it just makes sense. Yep. He understands what Matt Reeves is going for. Uh, they have a prior connection. I think it uh, it fits very well. So I, I'm all on board. Well, and I feel like um, like Matt Reeves, not that he's going to have approval of the score, but I feel like he's going to show yeah. 
JT is going to show him the score. Like, is this what you're looking I for? I wouldn't be surprised be... if if Matt Reeves is in the room while, while he's, he's scoring because they're going to be watching the, the uh-huh. footage and scoring uh-huh. the movie. Yeah, so yeah. Well, apes didn't have a upbeat. That's like, true. Happy. Ape. That's true. That's true. That's, but there were moments of like it was more. It was much more of like a. No, I mean you're right. Out of the three, it War definitely had a somber. But it had a somber score. You are did all three of those? Or uh, just, no, he just did War. Just did War. Okay. Which is and that one had a very. That there's a score piece in that in that film that is unbelievable, unbelievable, and so I, I'm very excited to see what he does with the Batman theme, a Batman theme by Michael Giacchino. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, all on board. It's gonna be awesome. No more villains. Um, that do I want more villains? I don't know. It just depends. Like we talk, like if if Harvey Dent's in the movie, but he's not. Two Face, yeah, sure. That's what I want. Just, I want a looming. Villain. He's just a politician, and maybe him and a setup. Bruce Wayne just have a, setup. a relationship, yeah. but he never gets close to becoming Two. You know what I would love to movie. see? I would yeah. love to see uh, essentially what they did in Batman Begins, an end, an end scene where they show the Joker card, but it's a different villain, not Joker. They tease him for the next movie, yeah, and, or maybe they show the villain doing something, and it's like that's what happens next. And there's so, I I wouldn't mind Deathstroke. And as a, I would love to see because we, they, I mean, I know he was gonna be the villain in Ben Affleck's Batman movie, but I would love they to scrapped that and they're doing nobody. This. No, we've never every seen a live I've, action movie of him. Every time ever. now I hear Deathstroke, I think of our Nerd Nation where we said put Arrow in this unit, Green Arrow in this. Universe. Oh, I know, I know, yeah. Those two together. Be, hey. Well, for the next movie, you can have Catwoman and Batman go up against Deathstroke. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and so. the the thing with Batman is you want the. the right fit of a villain right like you don't want just for example like you don't want to throw lex Luthor in there or doomsday or something in a batman movie or like zod or something. yeah exactly you want a villain that fits and especially i think this is gonna be not see- like nolan but there's gonna be it's gonna be more grounded than a lot yeah. of the other it'll DC be movies. it'll be in between nolan's movies and man of steel yeah, exactly. It'll be because it'll be have a very similar obviously tone. Obviously, Man of Steel has superpowers in yep. it, but it's very comic booky yep. as well. Mm-hmm. But that's a good call. That's a good call. I wouldn't so mind I, like a, a Victor Zaz character, just where it's well. Like, he's a Birds of Prey, though. That's why. No, I know, but I'm saying like that type where it's just yeah. like oh, it's totally, almost like a, like a, a bounty boss. hunter. Like or well, the Fal- I think the Falcons could probably show up. Maybe the Falcons are going to be a looming part of the series. Yeah, and who knows? Like, because Riddler's not going to physically fight Batman, right? Uh, I mean, they could. They, make them, they, they really could. They could, but yeah. traditional. Paul Dano doesn't look like the fighter type. It could be a situation like a Deathstroke is working with the Riddler. He hires him totally and because is Batman only going to fight henchmen that Riddler hires? I don't think so. No, there's going to be someone else. I wouldn't be surprised if he kidnaps Catwoman. And like we rarely get Batman actually fighting Joker, actually fighting Riddler, actually fighting Two Face because they can't. They would never be able to fight him one on one like in the Dark Knight. The Joker has to, um, like, take... What does he do? He messes with his eyesight or something? And yeah, he'll mess with the technology. That's the only way he was able to fight. If it was just one-on-one straight up, Batman would defeat yes. almost He's any super smart. mortal human on Earth. Um, but, yeah. No, I'm cool. I think... Now that I think about it, I think there will be one more villain that we know of who can physically fight Batman. Whether it's a Bane or a Death. In this one? Yes. Because I don't think... Riddler and a bunch of henchmen is enough for... Because we want to see Batman kick some butt, right? Just on henchmen? Regular henchmen? I I don't think so. That's where you can pull in, like, a Victor's Oz. 
So. And I'm sure there's a ton of characters that I'm not even thinking of who could be. I was I was literally just thinking what it doesn't even have to be a Batman guy. It can be from any of the exactly. ranks. Someone who's working who got hired by Riddler that sets up something down the road. Someone who's like just for example, I don't think they would do this just because recent from Suicide Squad, but what about a death a death shot or yeah. Deadshot? Right? Deadshot. Deadshot. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. that would be pretty cool if Deadshot was working for Riddler. Totally. Or Deathstroke was working for Riddler. Totally. Something like that. I think that would be awesome. I would love to or see something Deadshot. like Firefly. Or like a bronze tiger. They're in Suicide like any of the villains in Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. The Suicide Squad. They could literally pull one of those characters from James Gunn's movie and put him in this if they really wanted to. Because even though I didn't love Suicide Squad, I do like that scene with Deadshot and Batman. And yeah. I would have loved to see more of that. I, I would have loved to have seen him be the bad guy in the in Ben Affleck movie, but we'll never see that. Because so. Deadshot can, I think he can physically fight too. He's better yeah, with yeah. guns, obviously, uh-huh. but if Batman has a way to just block his bullets and they could yeah, have totally. a pretty good fight there. Totally. And Batman doesn't use guns, so there's that well, kind of... Ben well, Affleck might. Ben Affleck does. All right, traditionally Batman doesn't <laughs> use guns, but I, Batman and Batman Superman yes, use I tons feel you. of guns. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, feel tons you. of guns. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we are looking forward to the Batman. Obviously, I'm so excited for it. You didn't it. even mention Jeffrey Wright playing oh, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Well, that's been already cast, yeah. right, as well. But yeah, that's we do. another just awesome name to have. So obviously, we have Pattinson, we have Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon, which is amazing, and we have Kravitz and Dano. I wouldn't mind seeing the young Barbara Gordon in there somewhere. Um, who knows? This movie's not done being casted yet, not so at all. there not can at all. be some pretty cool things coming forward. Um, all right, we're moving on to our buy or sell segment where we take trailers and movie news stories and we say whether we buy or sell them, meaning do we like it or not like it. So for trailers, we're going to name about five trailers and we only get to choose one to buy, which means we're selling the rest. Um, we have the Doolittle trailer starring Robert Downey Jr. We have um, the Lady and the Tramp trailer, the Bombshell trailer, and the trailer for Marriage Story. Um, so we've all seen all of these trailers. Um Brian's, which one are you buying over all the rest? I'm buying Bombshell Hard. That movie looks so wild, and that cast is amazing. And if it wasn't for Star Wars, that would easily be my number one movie for December. Like, oh, the no question. That movie Damn. looks amazing. Like, I cannot wait to see that movie. With those three, those are probably almost like three of my... They're they're, they're five, arguably three of the of the top five working actresses right now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's, I mean, Nicole Kidman's probably in my top ten. Charlize Theron and uh, Margot Robbie are easy in my top five. So it's like it's wild to think yeah. like they're all gonna be in one movie. And it it it's funny because uh, you mentioned in the other one that the director does comedies. Yeah, Jay Roach. He yeah. does a, a lot of different style. I mean, he did the Meet the Parrot movies. Yes. Um, he did all three Austin Powers. Um, he did. He's done a couple others, and then he did Trumbo. So he switched very quickly, and then this was his next movie. So, uh, and Trumbo had some comedy in it. I, I expect this to have a little bit of comedy, not a lot. I'm buying this, by the way, too. I, I think the I, comedy is going to be like how it, the trailer opened up with uh, Kate McKinnon. Where so that was yeah. my first thought, because this is obviously very serious subject matter, yeah. right? But the trailer came off as comedic to me. It was a very lighthearted trailer. 100% yeah. was a lighthearted trailer. I think trailer. the movie's going to be darker than the trailer. I think is. you mentioned it, but it's similar to The Big Short. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very, very similar. And a lot of people thought Adam McKay directed this. I could totally see it that. It looks too. like an Adam yeah. McKay movie, and I'm cool with that. I really am. But if they touch on everything they need to touch on with this movie, I'm happy with the tone they do. 
Um, but it, it looks phenomenal. The actresses evolved crazy. And Charlize Theron looks like yeah, the prosthetics evolved. It's crazy. insane. I couldn't. Even, I didn't even know that was her until because yeah. I wasn't. I didn't read the cast list before I watched the trailer. I just, I just started watching it and it said Charlize Theron. I was like, wait a minute, what? That's Charlize Theron. <laughs> I, was, I thought it was just yeah. some other. The actress movie looks great. Her. It looks so good. Yeah, it really does. And Nicole Kidman and Margot Robbie are both Australian actresses. I think is this their first time ever in a movie together? Probably. I'll I look it up. So. Yeah, I'll look it yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I. I'm obviously excited for that. Nicole Kidman is actually my favorite actress of all time. I freaking love her. And then those other two are amazing. You know, Margot Robbie's still young. She's oh, she's yeah. younger than us, so she's still... Margot Robbie is 29. Is she? Yeah, she's a little older Oh, I us. thought she was younger than us. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's interesting. Yeah. Well, how old are you, Brian? <laughs> uh, she's old. She's younger than some of us. That's oh, what I meant. Man, sorry, that's you're not sorry. That's great. <laughs> um, but anyways, yes, absolute amazing cast. But... Like I said, I I didn't love the trailer, but I, I am excited for the movie. Um, out of all these movies, the Lady and the Tramp one really got to me because it just reminded me of my childhood and it had that special Disney feeling. And it also reminded me of how excited I am for Disney Plus because right after the title shows, then it goes shows the Disney Plus logo. And um, I don't love any of these trailers per se. Like I'm actually I'm excited for all four of these movies. But I didn't love any of these trailers. I liked them all. But Lady and the Tramp is definitely the one I'm, I, out of all these that I'm buying. The Doolittle trailer is interesting. That was um, Keith's pick. That was Keith's pick. Which is shocking. I'm curious about that movie because it's... We talked about it before, but what what is it going for? Is this what the original source, source material is like? I don't really know. Yeah, we looked it up. It was based on... it. Well, it's, I don't know if it's based on it, but there is an original book from the early 1900s yeah. called The Dr. Doolittle Story or something like that. So it could very well be based on that. But it, it just looks like they're giving him an origin story, which is I don't necessarily know if we need. So Yeah, it didn't look like an origin story to me, to be honest. It just it looked like a big... Like a Greek epic with Doctor Doolittle, and I'm like, I mean, you have Robert, Robert Danny Jr. involved. It makes sense. Yeah, it's a, it's almost like it's all. It almost felt like a Peter Pan style movie. Yeah, the big ship, and like that. Different style because world. It reminded me of that. Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. The like imaginary and Doctor Pernas. Oh yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 that mess of a movie. That I kind of got that. Yeah, vibe. I've just never seen like a, a franchise or a property go. It's where you can do the originals are family comedies, right? There was two of them, right? Yes, yes. They're family, they're spinoff, like they're family comedy films, TV. right? And then this is like an epic adventure film, <laughs> and it's the same character, yeah. Which I guess all you need to stick to is that he can talk to animals, right? Yeah, <laughs> as long as you do that, it can be which they barely lady. showed in the trailer. Yeah, too. yeah. They showed about once or twice, but yeah, they didn't show it very much. It's their major selling point. And I want to know how he's going to fight a tiger at the end. Cause Seriously. That's gonna be interesting. The cast though is cast crazy. is unreal. The voice, the cast. voice cast, cast yeah. is unreal. I so. wonder if because the like the animals in this trailer don't look nearly as good as like Disney's Jungle Book movie, right? I wonder if they did mocap for these. I don't. I'm curious. Probably. Yeah. I would say in the scenes that maybe it looks a little bit better, and maybe the action scene, probably not. Obviously. Yeah. So. Okay. Interesting. Well, there you go. I bought Lady and the Tramp. These two guys bought Bombshell. But either way, you, you well, can't go wrong with his. either of those. Yeah, he oh, did. Oh, you didn't? Oh, okay. Um, Thanks for you want to talk about Marriage Story a little bit? I mean, I know you, yeah. that was your runner-up, right? It was my runner-up. I forgot. Yeah, this uh, this movie is getting buzz, has been getting buzzed for a while now. And Adam mm-hmm. Driver, Scarlett Johansson. Um, very, very dramatic film. It's all about divorce with kids and, and living in a household um, with uh, parents who are going through a rough time, obviously. Uh, 
it looks phenomenal. It looks like it's going to break your heart in moments. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of scared to watch this movie. Yeah, like, seriously. And, just, yeah, and it's going to be a tearjerker. It's going to end up like, what was that movie? The Breakup, where it's like not a happy ending, but you're like... You're okay with okay. it. Yeah, I mean, and we know what, what Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson can do. We've seen them in big budget movies the last 10 years or whatever, but they're both incredible actors. Um, and they I've can been really, waiting for ScarJo to get some Oscar love. They can now. really she, bring out... Yeah, she will. She it's deserves it. They can bring out some emotion uh, if they need it to be, and I think it's, it's going to be a film that's going to be talked about for the coming months when it comes around award season, for sure. I really do. And it's a Netflix movie, which is awesome. Yep. And we kind of saw Roma break that trend yeah. last year. I think year. it's getting a, an yeah. early theater release, too, which helps it. It's like our so, first yeah. week of November. So it said in theaters, da-da-da, and then on Netflix, then on like Netflix. a few weeks later. Yeah. yeah. Which is early November for theaters, early December for... So they have to do that for, for Oscar consideration. Yeah. But I'm hoping, because normally when they do that, they only play in L.A. New York. I'm hoping they... Yeah. I'd be down to go watch it in 100%. theaters. 100%. I would much rather see this in theaters. Because I focus more when I'm in the theater, obviously, because there's no distractions. But I, I definitely want to go see that. And, man, we really need to go um, go to Tower Theater and watch some of these. I know. Like, is Jojo Seriously. Rabbit playing right now? I, no, not till uh, November 1st. Oh, November 1st it yet. comes out. It, out it reaches. No, it's, oh, no. it's the, out in I'm, L.A. and New York. I'm thinking of The Lighthouse. Um, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I want to go watch The Lighthouse uh, if we can. It yeah, might be out. Maybe. That movie looks scary. <laughs> hey it's Robert Pattinson get ready for Batman William Defoe. get ready for Batman um, alright so next up we got a few news stories here so apparently Robert Zemeckis is directing a live action Pinocchio film for Disney um, for me I'll go first I'm gonna sell this um, for a couple of reasons I, I don't know that I want to see or that the audience is dying for a Pinocchio film right now We've, that story's been told so many times, and we've gotten live-action versions of it. We've gotten animated versions of it, and it's just one of those stories that everybody knows, and I, I want them to tell the stories that people aren't as familiar with um, first, and then maybe go back to those. Like the Black Cauldron. Yeah, something like that. Or even, like... Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah, something, see, something like uh, that. Atlantis, man. Make that movie. Make that yeah. movie. Or even that movie would be yeah. wild. That'd be even a, such like, a good. We've seen action. tons of Hercules movies, but not like Disney's Hercules. No, Disney's we've never Hercules seen a Disney's Hercules. It's so yeah. unique. It would be a best. straight adaptation yeah. of that movie, which yes. would be really cool. And uh, that movie better go to theaters, not Disney. Uh, I so. <laughs> uh, well, they, they, we we talk about this. This could very much be a, a Disney Plus movie. Um, yeah, but. Keith, Keith's on here. Keith's not here, and he made a good joke that Tom Holland's going to be Pinocchio. Oh um, yes, and Robert, and, and Robert Downey, Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Geppetto. plays Geppetto. I, that yeah. would be so hilarious. Yeah. So he made a good oh joke on that on when we previously recorded, and we'll make sure we put totally that in there. I can totally see that. Um, I'm going to buy it. I, I am going to buy it. I think Zemeckis is uh, the correct type of director to direct this film. Um, he's had he's had a little bit of a stretch that his movies have been great, like they were in the past. But yeah. he's all he has that ability to do so. Um, I think that if they, they put it on a grander scale, it could really work and maybe twist it up a little bit like Aladdin did and not do a direct remake like The Lion King um, and give a new little spin on it. I think it'd be a lot of fun. <coughs> and uh, I threw this on when we were previously recorded, but I do think that the perfect choice for Geppetto is Tom Hanks because they've worked together plenty of times. Awesome. He was rumored at one so, time. That would be awesome. Yeah. I buy it though. Our, Jiminy Cricket is from Pinocchio, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's going to play Jiminy Cricket? <laughs> I don't know. But... That was also one of the reasons anyone. why I was selling it because Zemeckis. Eddie we Murphy. Looking, 
<laughs> no, that not Jiminy Cricket. Hilarious. Eddie Murphy needs to come back for the voice of um, Mushu. Mushu. But they're not doing but that. I know, right. I know. But Zemeckis, if you look at his filmography, like the last great thing he directed was probably Castaway. Unless time. people consider Polar Express. A lot of people like Polar Express. Um, but Castaways, is that was 2000. So, And obviously he's one of the greats of all time. Back to the Future, ton of other movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm not sure. I'm not going to be dying to see this when it comes out. Yeah, I'm not really dying to see it either, but I think it's yeah. a cool, cool call. Yeah. So. I'll buy it if it's like, I'd rather see this on like a Disney Plus. That I'd then rather go to the movies and see it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends, I guess. Depends how they do it. If it's very low key and just they're walking around the town and small, then Disney Plus. But we talked about the whale stuff in, in the Sportsman yeah. trail, I guess, and if they do go, if they go that route, like epic wise, like Pinocchio goes on a journey. Yeah, then I could see it theatrical. It'll be interesting. I, I, I'd ra- there's much more Disney stories I'd rather see than Pinocchio first. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm with Jacob. I want them to touch something that's not recognizable. Yeah, like Fox and the Hound. No, and make it theatrical. No, <laughs> you can't put both your. Dog movies on straight to Disney Plus, all right? Oh, that would be so hard to watch. Why? Oh, Oh. don't ever do uh, Bambi. Don't ever do Bambi. You already know they're going to. Oh, that movie is gonna break hearts. You know they're gonna do. Let's move on before I start crying. So, all right, (laughs) Fox and the Hound has sad moments, but it's not that sad. It's 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 not Bambi sad. Happy, but. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, uh, all right, next up we have John Krasinski and Ryan Reynolds are teaming up to work on a fantasy comedy, which they will both star in, and John Krasinski will write and direct. I buy this 100%. Who and doesn't buy? Yes, buy. This buy, is buy. amazing. Well, buy. anything John Krasinski's directing and writing. Yeah. And it's, what's funny about it is he's, okay. only, he's only directed one thing. We're I all know. losing our mind over it. I know. And fantasy comedy, I think there needs to be more of those. And I, oh, yeah. I said I hope it's like a, another Stardust movie, something like that. It's not gonna be exactly with like these that. two in it though. It's just like, how can it's you funny not when be I excited? first heard this, I thought they were doing a comedy about fantasy football, which <laughs> a fantasy oh, that, that, would that would be amazing. Be that would be I, I would almost rather see that. Can that would be imagine, amazing. Can you imagine? Like, oh, God. it would definitely be rated R. Oh, it would have yeah. to. It would be so. You know funny. what they should do, and this is totally off of tangent, but and and Krasinski's not involved. But you know that fantasy football league that all the the, the Marvel stars. Oh yeah. Have? They should do the Russo should direct a movie of fantasy football with all of them in it. It'd be yeah. so and funny. And for something happens that yeah, it was all crazy. Ryan Reynolds yeah. is there. Karen yeah. Gillan, Chris Pratt, Chris Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey, like, oh my goodness. Something like this is the end where they're all playing themselves. Yeah, exactly. Something goes wrong. Oh. And we just made like, a movie. They're all we, like we just made hiding from the feds and stuff. Like, we need to call Warner Brothers or, or Disney or somewhere. Dude, right it would now. be so funny. Let's cut this out of the video. <laughs> we got to save our idea. Yes, man. yes. Let's write a script. Seriously. Our, to... This whole thing was <laughs> by something. Right? <laughs> God. Man, how does that come into play? Me, That's our just movie. brought it up. That's our first made-up movie uh, on camera. Is the... <laughs> what would it be called, man? Oh, we'll think of a title later. I don't know, but... Uh, it's like we all said. Who's not going to buy this yeah. right now? I mean, those two together are going to be perfect. And it's going to be hilarious. And I guarantee you they will find one or two more actors in that are going to be perfectly hilarious oh, yeah. to be with them. Their wives or whoever or something. What ends up happening a lot is because 
actors, a lot of them are all friends, so they're, it's easier to get them to be in movies. So they're gonna get whoever they oh, want yeah. to be in. I would love to see. I would love to see Krasinski, Reynolds, and then you accompany them with Emily Blunt and Blake Lively, their wives. That would I be. I guarantee you, they're so both funny. gonna be in. That'd be amazing. It. I guarantee you. That'd be so cool. Even so if it's fun. just like cameo, a cameo yeah. or something. That'd be really cool. They'll both be in it. Yeah. Um, all right, so for our last buy or sell uh, subject of the week, we have The Matrix 4. It's adding another cast member, or a couple cast members. They added Neil Patrick Harris um, and Jessica Henwick, and Jada Pinkett-Smith is rumored to return, correct? Yes. Yes, so, uh, Brian, these two castings... Why are you coming ones. to me? Just, a, just <laughs> castings. First just castings. Sure. So we can get it over with, and then Jake and I can talk about it. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> God, I... I haven't seen any of the Matrix movies. Okay, what? shocker! This is like the th- oh fifth time we've talked. Don't about worry, it. he's gonna watch the first one by the next episode. Yeah. Um, I had a shocking realization last time, last episode, or the one we recorded that got messed up. That Brian hadn't seen the Matrix. I knew that, but it just hit me. I was like, "What?" And Keith said it perfectly. It's the new Top Gun. Yes. You seen of Top our Gun. group, yeah, yeah, it's the new Top Gun. There's more than Matrix no. is a classic, no. dude. It's a classic. I, but, I mean, we talked into this. I I know the general general premise of... <laughs> He's not even going to watch the first three. Just go watch four. Yeah. yeah. But um, I immediately when I heard Neil, Patrick's Har- Neil Patrick Harris cast, I immediately thought of him as the bad guy. The, the agent? The yeah. agent. Is it Agent K? Uh, no, it's Agent Smith. It's Agent Smith. It's Agent Smith. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I don't see him being... Mr. Anderson. Yeah, I don't see him being funny. I don't see him... But he could play, like, a solid, like, bad guy, I guess. Yeah, for sure. So, um... I mean, we see even we've seen him in a suit all. He wears a suit all the yeah, time. Big, so it's, or, uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, so it kind of fits with the... Agent Smith stuff. He's yeah. always wearing a suit and there's a ton yeah. of them. And then, who was the other person? Um, Jessica Henwick. Jessica Perfect. Henwick, yes. I lo- she's... And this is in a lead role, by the way, too. She needs to be in more stuff. She... Well, she's She was in Star Wars. She finished her Iron Fist run. Yeah, I'm talking about... Um, what was her character's name in Iron Fist? Colleen Wing. Yeah, Colleen Wing and Iron Fist. She's in a new movie coming out this was, December yeah. with Kristen Stewart called Underwater. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. She's in that. that. We've seen her. trailers for yeah, that. Yeah, so she's in that as well. So she, her name's popping up more. And we'll Good. probably see her in The Rise of Skywalker because she was with Snap Wexley in that squadron. Yeah. And they went off into space. So she'll probably be, end up being in Star Wars as well again. I, I love... She was the best part of Iron Fist in my Absolutely, opinion. yeah. 100%. So, well, and they left us off on the worst part because she was becoming she, the Iron Fist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... Yeah. But, yeah. I, I'm... For someone that doesn't know anything about it, like... Sh- Sure, I'm yeah. I'm down for. Great. I buy I buy it 100. It makes sense. Um, I I think they're very unique castings. Um, mm-hmm. and they really work. This cast is pretty strong, like, diverse. I mean, and yeah, unique. I mean, yeah. we have Keanu and Carrie Moss coming back. We have uh Yaya Mantine coming back. Already not coming back, but being cast in a lead role as well. You have Jessica Henwick, and then you throw in Neil Patrick Harris, and then possibly bring back Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, sounds awesome. It sounds really cool. Uh, the movie up in the air, obviously, because uh, Lana Wachowski hasn't really made anything great since The Matrix. Um, but I think if they're able to kind of capture the, re- the the magic again and you know bring Keanu back uh, in the Keanu sons, it just yeah, I'm all for it. I really the, excuse me, the what? The Keanu sons. <laughs> oh my god, it's a thing. It's, it's a thing. Definitely a thing. Um, yeah, I 100 percent buy this. I am. I'm a huge fan of Neil Patrick Harris. I 
mostly due to how I met your mother, but I like him in a lot of things that he's in. Gone and, Girl. Um, and also, he can do dramatic work as well. Gone Girl. Um, yeah, he was in Gone Girl, which was a pretty important role, I would say. Yeah. Not a big role, but an important role. Yeah. And Jessica Henwick, I... Ever since Iron Fist, I was like, this girl deserves to be, to do something. She deserved to be on Daredevil, not Iron Fist. (laughs) I always said, like, look, continue that world. If they were going to continue with that world, continue it, do a Defender Season 2, which she's Iron Fist. And Danny Rand just is off in Europe with his best friend and they're Mm -hmm. fighting villains. Like, they showed up at the end of Season 2. Totally. Something like that. Because, obviously, and nothing against the actor who played Danny Rand, but he wasn't working a lot of people agreed with that. Um, and she was amazing. And I always think of those scenes in season one when she's going to like the underground MMA matches and she's just whooping badass. Big at, big dudes with huge muscles. Like she just hurt her so good. Wasn't she a different alias in the comics? Wasn't she like White Tiger or someone? Uh, I'm not sure. Am I mistaken? Uh, I don't think she was I don't think so. But she was part of the. um, I was just asking. Her and Misty Knight were the. um, That's what it was. I I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something Dragons, I think. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm more excited. Like, honestly, other than original cast members, she's the casting I'm most excited about out of everyone. Oh, if I took. From not knowing, I'm attracted to this just because of her. Yeah. And she's going to. They said lead role, so she's gonna have a big role, and she can do action and martial arts. It's awesome! So, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I cannot wait for this. All right, well, to wrap up the show, we're gonna talk about things we're looking forward to. This includes new theatrical releases, any streaming movies coming out, um, any shows that we're looking forward to. As far as new releases go, we have Black and Blue, The Current War, and Countdown. Um, let's talk about these, and then we can talk about some TV. So, Jake, out of these three movies. Um, which one are you going to see over the other two? Um, I think that out of the three, um, if I had the choice to, out of the three, I would choose the current war. Um, I I'm a, I like history. I really like history, and this type of stuff really uh, interests me. Um, you know, with Tesla and and all of those guys doing electricity back in the day and everything. Um, and then the cast is bonkers. You have Cumberbatch, you have Tom Holland, Nicholas Holt. Uh, so the cast is really strong. Um, we talked about it. It's interesting they're naming it the the current war, the director's cut. Yeah, that's which I don't know really what that odd, means. Yeah. Um, but hey, I'm all for it. Black and blue looks really cool too. I think it looks like a cool um, cop thriller. And Naomi Harris is a really strong name. Um, I liked her for a long time, and she just got cast as Shriek in Venom Two. Yes, which is a big deal. Um, and Countdown just looks like another dumb horror movie. So. I 100% agree with you. Can we just <laughs> remove Countdown from the theatrical yeah. release? Yeah. No offense to anybody, but that movie, I saw the trailer. I didn't even know it was coming it. out, first of all. Yeah. No, I'm not going to go see that. I bet you you'll go see it. I'm not going to go see it. <laughs> um, but I didn't even know it was coming out. Yeah. And then it played before Zombieland. Yeah. I was. I couldn't believe what I was watching. They seriously, I mean, I guess we got a movie of, oh my goodness. They're, Mark they my make words, movies about everything. It. All right, if it, I hear it's getting great reviews, is. then I'll go watch it. But that's like anything. you went and saw the escape room. You are gonna go see this. I'm not gonna watch this movie. I <laughs> hated this trailer. I think it's so stupid. We can literally make a movie about anything these days. But Would you I'm, download the app? No, no, I wouldn't. First, no. What kind of question is that? I'm superstitious about this kind of thing. Yeah. I would not do that. Why would you download an app that tells you when you? No, die? some people, there's a website you can go yeah, to. There is a website. See yeah. that? Like it's true. Just. Look, even if you're not superstitious and don't believe in those things, just avoid them anyway. What's the point? You know, if they it's are true. real, then you avoided it. 
there Black you go. Is, he will go I might have just you. saved someone's life today. But <laughs> out of these three movies, the current war for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Are we all three? I think. I yeah. think so. But blue, black and blue looks very interesting. I, I like the trailer. I, I saw the trailer for the first time before Zombieland as yeah. well. And it looks really good. And it's a thriller. And it's one of those thrillers where like you're going to be worried the whole time until... She ends up safe, you know. It's like I like that they partnered with Tyrese, a guy who's been there yeah. before and done these type of movies, and he's not a cop in the movie, and so that's going to be creative. I like the concept because when I saw the poster, I saw them two, and I thought they were both cops. I was like, oh, exactly. it's a cop buddy cop movie, like thriller. Yep. But then the way they played it, like he's a thug on the streets, and she, he she needs his protection because there's dirty. And cops Frank Grillo's in it yeah. too. Frank Grillo's a great bad guy. He always is. I, I just feel like he's the same character from Winter Soldier. 100%, but yeah, hey, I take, it all, I take it all day long. I would take it all day long. Yeah, oh, way. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people say if it weren't for, um, who plays Punisher right now? Um, John Berthold. Like if it weren't for John Berthold and he probably Frank Grillo wasn't already in the MCU, he would have been, been a great Punisher. They're very similar. Very Absolutely. Similar. Um, yeah, I definitely, you choose the current war yeah. as well? Oh, easily. I'm, yeah. I echo Jake with the I love the history. Yeah, me too. Me too. So and the cast is yeah. You'll still go see. I'm Marvel. very interested in seeing Tom Holland in this movie, man. Me too. He's popping up in some very interesting movies, like yeah, Marvel, movies that we didn't expect him to, like The Current War. Yeah. Um, he's going to be doing Uncharted, which is a, another movie that you're like, oh, it's cool. I like that. Um, so I'm excited to see him in this. Cumberbatch obviously can always do these type of movies, and then uh, Nicholas Holt. Um, he he deserves a lot more credit than he gets as well. So I'm, yeah. yeah, looks good. Yeah, for sure. All right, uh, any TV shows? I mean, we got the Arrowverse shows. Watchmen next week. Tonight. Watchmen. Uh, yeah, so we're, yes, this is recording it, on Sunday. Oh, yes, it's already out. Um, yeah, it'll come out. Yeah, uh, today. plug it. We'll plug it right now. Uh, this comes out on Mondays. We recorded over the weekend, so uh, Watchmen will be on our next episode. We'll do a maybe we'll do a cover for it, a little review or something. Um, that's probably the one thing I'm looking forward to this week, majorly as far as TV well, goes. Well, because it's new. Too. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm I'm really interested in where Arrow's going because literally Crisis literally happened. Yes, and so um, and I'm interested to see the what they do. Part, episode one was amazing. I I'm gonna Arrow. be. I'm, for the I'm most very, part, it was amazing. The flash forwards were stupid. I'm 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 having I have a feeling that each episode is gonna be a homage to each season essentially. I think so too. I feel like this season might bring back Death, or this episode might bring back Deathstroke. We might and see Manu in a Bennett. way that makes sense because it's kind of like a reunion. Yeah, the whole season's like a reunion. like maybe the monitor is making him go back and do things differently to get these certain things, different perspectives. Like yeah, I can't wait. Like that. See. It's it's awesome. I, I'm really excited for it. I can't yeah. wait to see you lose your mind when the Smallville episode comes. Dude, out. I don't even need to start. I'm 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 rewatching Smallville right now too, so that's just gonna be more fun. So that's gonna that's the crossover though. That's yes. during the crossover. And I I just found this out, but the crossover, it happens on the mid season break for holidays. The three episodes of Flash, Supergirl, and Batwoman, and then it ends after the break with, with Arrow. Arrow and Legends. Really? There's a month and a half There's break. Five episodes. Five episodes, and oh. the final two episodes they air back to back. That is awesome. Arrow so and like, Legends back to back. Like a big movie. Yep. That is so awesome. And that's Arrow. Those are Wait, Arrow's so last episodes. Legends is the last. Legends is the last one. So Legends always is the last episode of the crossover. Arrow's farewell is going to be on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. They kind of treat it when they do the crossover. It's almost like it's not even that. They're not even their shows. They should. Just, they should be called something else, but they can't. You know, logistically, obviously. It's like the so. Defenders. Yeah. It's like they're yeah. all just there. Yeah, it's kind of cool, but they usually focus more on that person that character i think this might be a little different 
Yeah. But I, I think... Well, the thing is, I like this because Legends weren't in the crossover last year. So, I I have a feeling because it's the first time that's ever the first five yeah. episodes, obviously, and I'll go quickly, but um, I have a feeling that Arrow, the Arrow episode, is where most of everything is going to happen, yeah. and then Legends of Tomorrow is going to be like, like the, the fallout and the pickup, mm-hmm. and possibly like the kind farewell. Of like, it's going to be a major farewell kind of like to Oliver, like the Far too. From Home to Endgame. It's going to be a major farewell yeah. to Oliver, for sure. Because he his his series will be done after that. He only has ten episodes, and that's where it ends. And it that's heartbreaking. But like, you can't go forever. Yep. It's eight seasons. One of the best. Well, and they chose they ever, chose yeah. to end. They didn't end when someone told them to end, which Absolutely. is always a better and thing. I don't see where it goes after this exactly. anyway. Exactly. It, it's time. Yep. It's time, and we still have the rest of the other shows. And honestly, unless it's a situation where his goodbye was perfect, and I don't want them to ruin it, they could bring him back anytime they want. Unless they, they kill him. They really, yeah, very true. Well, that's not <laughs> true either. They're, they're not multiverse unless they. Delete well, it the wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be our Oliver. Yeah, connection. true. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying we could see Stephen Amell again. Totally on, yeah. in this world. Um, yeah, I'm definitely I'm looking forward to Watchmen. Definitely Arrow. Out of all these, yeah. every week Arrow is the most thing I'm looking forward to most. But Resistance. other than that, I'm really looking forward to Batwoman's episode three. Mm-hmm. Episode two was incredible. I'm really starting to get on board with this show. And I didn't think I would. I was iffy about it at first. Didn't love the first episode, but n- now I'm really invested in. Totally, it. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, CW is cool. doing some good stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. it. Absolutely, minus Flash. <laughs> all right, well, that's gonna wrap up Apocalypse now. For now, thank you all for joining us. I am Jacob Bartley. Um, don't forget to check out. Uh, we are doing a Star Wars. Great plug. Yes, Star Wars: it's, The Rise of. When this Skywalker. comes out, it'll be tonight. So. Um, tonight, actually, we're, we're recording on Sunday here, but this you'll be watching this on Monday night if you watch it the first night it comes out. And uh, tonight, we will be um, doing a trailer reaction to Star Wars, um, The Rise of Skywalker. I keep wanting to say The Force Awakens. I know. But The Rise of Skywalker, um, the final trailer they're saying, and just, just like uh, we talked about, they have been marketing it like crazy. Um, watch Monday Night Football um, in order to so see So more than likely, we'll have the reaction up uh, tonight on Monday. Tuesday, we're probably going to shoot a, a breakdown of the trailer directly afterwards yeah. uh, for those of us and who And then we'll here. talk about it on Padawan. And so then Padawan is this week honestly, as well. Honestly, you so. probably won't get my thoughts until Padawan because yes. I won't be here Monday night. But um, we will on. be doing a trailer reaction, so please come back, to, come back to check that out. Again, I'm Jacob Barley. Thank you, Jake Berlin, behind the controls over there. Brian Avalicino, thank you all for watching. We will see you all next time. Hey everyone, Jacob Bartley here. Thanks for watching. If you want to check out something similar from Apocalypse Movies, click this video up here. If you want something a little bit different, check out this video down here. If you haven't done so, please subscribe to Apocalypse Movies and let us know your thoughts in the comments section. We always love to hear from you. Thanks for watching.